0: hello and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman photo podcast. I appreciate you tuning in and checking it out again and uh, you can i think well i 've been trying to do some updates and stuff since the last time we talked it 's been a couple of days since I recorded the last podcast and in the last few days i 've been trying to work on some ebook projects so I think I was going to talk about some of the progress that i've been making in uh, in some of those ebook projects that i've been putting together and um, I guess where I would start is uh, years ago back in I think like probably 2010 or 2011 is when I first started getting into the the idea of ebooks and uh, sort of how they could be used and sort of how they could be used around uh, photography and photography books and at the time the technology was still pretty new and it wasn't really you know fully formed yet and so there's a lot of cool pieces and technologies that are sort of developed around the idea of uh, digital publishing that are that are out now and, and way more accessible way more available to people now than what they used to be uh, even in 2012. Uh, so I think back in in that time, there was really just the, I think the Kindle, like the the original like uh, Kindle e-ink reader, was just a couple years old, maybe like only one or two generations old. I think I had like the the second generation Kindle that I checked out from the university library when I was still in school there, and you could put e-books on it and read through those. And I think uh, maybe what I mentioned last class or uh, in the last podcast that I recorded was um, that those ebooks were in like an EPUB pub format and, and maybe there's there was another format to a moby was that the format i remember those two f- competing formats around for a little while um but what i remember is uh, is that the, those were really about text and about like reflowable text uh, so that you could you could put those instead of on a page you have those just as like a text document and then you can make you could make the text any size you wanted uh, or any number of fonts that you were able to on on a Kindle or, or you know on whatever your ebook reader was and so that was really good for trying to move through lots of text really quickly and I think that's sort of the, the first way that they were uh, designed is that they would actually be for book you know for real novels or real uh, nonfiction books something like that where you could you could go through a lot of pages uh in whatever way you wanted to just with a with a text f- file on your device and you know roll through those what i was always interested in is how that would sort of bleed over into uh maybe a, more of like a magazine style digital publishing system and so for a long time back in like um 2009 2010 2011 while i was sort of finishing up school what i remember seeing is that people that were interested in doing um m- more multimedia or, or at least um, Pieces that had uh, formats that were more similar to like a magazine, where it was a rich content format, uh, where there'd be color images, color text, uh, photographs. Well, I guess that'd be an image, right? But uh, either art elements or photographs or graphic design pieces uh, that'd be more similar to like what you think of as a, a magazine layout. All that stuff was produced and put out as like a. PDF still at the time, and so there really wasn't like a format that had existed at that time yet uh, that really made it easy to to put different graphic pieces together on the page and then put that out. There was an option, I think, like with one of the revisions of the EPUB standard. I think it was maybe like after 3.0, you could you could build in graphic content into the format in a way that was a little bit more suitable uh, to you know to viewing as on an ebook but i think that was really more after like the maybe like that was when the kindle had come out with the, the 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 kindle fire when it was like the the, the color display kindle and so after that point i think there was uh, sort of an idea that you might be putting more images uh, into the format when you were building it but really for a long time what i saw people doing and, and some of the people that i was inspired by that were putting out like their photography ebooks just in a way of um, you know publishing some information publishing some of their photographs in a way that you can view them online either on your computer screen or in like 2000 was it 10 that the yeah i think it was like in in 2010, like spring in 2010, when the, the iPad first came out, uh, that was when people were really starting to think about how uh, like rich media content could be put on a tablet so that you could view it and read it in, in sort of an interesting way. And I remember there was different, different like, larger publishing organizations that were sort of messing around with ways that they could put together uh, put together ebooks in sort of a, a more colorful and interesting way online. But uh, th- none of those really seemed to stick around for, for very long. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's not true. I remember... Uh, Uh, Like a whole bunch of people put out, you know, different e-magazines for a while. But uh, what I remember seeing a lot was PDF versions of documents that would be produced. And so uh, that's sort of what first got me interested in looking into InDesign and how you could use InDesign to start producing like uh, digital publishing pieces. So I I kind of started working with InDesign maybe a couple years later because um, it sort of you know, like even like Illustrator to me now seems kind of like a weighty program that uh, that I don't really know how to use uh, super well so like I'm, I'm pretty good at I don't know like more simple stuff like Adobe Bridge or Adobe Lightroom or uh, Adobe Photoshop where you can do some graphic stuff and then and then some of the video programs and audio programs that are sort of on the side of that um, but uh, but as it goes for like the the layout and image or I guess layout and art programs like InDesign and Illustrator. I didn't really know much of those uh, early on. And so I started getting into, interested in how you could use uh, like InDesign to put up, um, well, at least in my case, like put together uh, eBooks of photographs in a way where you could kind of flip through the pages and look at look at photographs and then uh, see like, text information below it about, you know, whatever I had written up about it. So I thought that'd be kind of a cool way to show off some photographs for a while. And I saw a little bit of a market in that, um, which I was never really successfully able to get into, you know, in a way that would like make me cash or anything like that. But I remember, um, uh, in 2000, 2011, uh, when I finished up one of my summer jobs, after I was getting done with college, I uh, I went out on like this long road trip. It was like a 50, 54, 55 day road trip where I took my car and, and we went out to a bunch of places in um, the western United States. So we went like from Oregon um, into, I guess, into Washington, then into Idaho for a while then over into Wyoming and then up into Montana then kind of back into Wyoming then Utah and then we sort of circled back around toward California and then came back up to Oregon we did that over over 50 days which is kind of a long time so we did it I think the whole month of the whole month of September and the whole month of October I really like traveling in those months like September and October I think are like great times to get out and do a bunch of camping so that's really what it was it was just camping and going to a bunch of natural areas and National park areas, um, so you, you kind of like put a put a national park out on the map somewhere, and so you try and hit a couple spots in between here and there, you know wherever the, those places were. And uh, we would had had our camera equipment. I had like my Nikon D2H at the time, and like a 50 millimeter uh, f1.8 lens. That's really like the the best equipment that I could have come up with at the time. And uh, and I went out and took a bunch of photographs. And I took them with Marina too, and we. Just made, like, a ton of images. It's probably still one of my favorite trips and uh, favorite uh, kind of experiences, kind of growing in photography and making a lot of stuff all at one time. Uh, so I thought that was really, really cool to do and, uh, and super fun. And I was, I was um, really inspired by one of these other photographers, uh, David uh, Duchemin, who was, like, a Canadian photographer, who I remember in like 2000, I think 2010, probably, he went on like a road trip through a lot of the, the western United States in like an old truck, and I thought that was like really cool, but he went to a bunch of different locations, and, and took a bunch of landscape photos, and a bunch of uh, just kind of like fine art style images, and so I thought that was really cool, and I was definitely inspired by that, and a lot of the e-book stuff that he had put out, and so I was thinking, well, okay, like um, I guess maybe just a copycat fashion, but uh, I thought it was kind of a cool way to, to sort of emulate some of the, the interesting art pieces that I was seeing going on, and and at the same time, I thought there was a lot of like new media stuff that was happening sort of all around, you know, digital media, digital content that was all starting to come out um, around 2010, 2011, 2012. I think by that time, like I had picked up uh, an Instagram account, I'd been on Twitter for a couple years so i was putting up photos on twitter while i was traveling and uh, putting up photographs on uh on instagram too while we were traveling around out there and at the time it was just on my phone and it was kind of hard uh, we didn't really have a method to like easily transfer at the time at least easily transfer photos and it wasn't really in style of instagram at the time if you remember way back it was really just about like phone photos and filters at the time so that's what a lot of the stuff from the trip was but a lot of the nicer kind of um a lot of the the I guess what I'd call like the fine art photographs or the landscape photographs that I wanted to do some more work on and uh, put a little bit more effort into and edit through, um, those were all gonna try and be set aside and then put into like an e-book project that I I tried to put together after I got back from this long road trip. And so Marina and I worked like a ton after that first 54 day road trip um, to put together the Western Overland Excursion e-book. And so I put that out a few months after the trip uh, as like a pdf document and it was pretty cool i was really uh, happy with it and it was it was an interesting experience too it really a lot of the project was to teach myself how to use um, how to use like digital publishing tools and how to use like design tools how to do layout stuff and how to get into like printing a book uh, which is really cool so so a few of these copies like i had printed out and that was sort of how it was designed to be uh, to be created is that there'd be you know like a Maybe a a left page and a right page spread of of images that would sort of be laid out on it, and so it was sort of designed around that idea uh, and that formatting of like a, a page layout. But uh, but really, that book I put together in Photoshop. I didn't use InDesign uh, because I didn't know how to use InDesign, and, and at the time I didn't have a copy of InDesign. All I had was Photoshop. Uh, so it was. <laughs> I remember that was a really big challenge. Was going trying to go through and like uh, make you know just like a Photoshop canvas in you know, as like as a project and you just do it page by page where you try and like open up Photoshop and then kind of paste in a picture and sort of transform it into the size that you want it on the page and then put a color element in and then try and like put some text information in there too. And all the tools around text layout uh, and, you know, just like design, they're just, they they don't really exist in Photoshop in the way that you would really hope for them to. I'm sure that, you know, it was good enough for me to get started, but they don't really exist in the the refined way that they do in InDesign. So there's a lot of clumsy elements that I see in there now, not not to mention all the clumsy elements that were, uh, you know, personal problems that I had of of just being like my first book and not really knowing what to do. So it was cool to try and uh try and figure it out but it took a while I made through went through a couple drafts laid out the pages and the photographs and stuff uh, a bunch of the stuff that i had taken on my phone and a bunch of the uh like the nicer images that uh were kind of like the landscape photographs that I wanted to show from that trip I put all those together in the western overland excursion book and I made that a printed book through blurb at the time which was really cool uh and I still have that book around uh which is fun it's fun to like open up and um, I made a couple copies for friends and stuff that were interested in it, which was uh, which was pretty fun and, and great to do at the time. Uh, but then I built an ebook out of it too, where I wanted to kind of have that hosted on my site uh, for people to get a hold of. And so it was a cool way for me to get it, uh, w- you know, way back in like I oh, was it 2000 probably to like the like winter spring summer of 2012 is when uh when it was out and when I was trying to like pass it around and uh, I think I had it on Squarespace at the time like as a website host uh which worked really well like I was able to sell it as a product and then have it like download to a computer I thought it was like all kind of uh, kind of fancy at the time it was, it was sort of fun to put all that stuff together um but uh but now I'm not really selling the book anymore I just want to get it out there and have some people see some of the stuff that I did and, and sort of look at uh you know just some something as a Fun project that I put together years ago as a, as a travel book. Um, so what I've been trying to do is uh, take that. I put it's been free on my website for the last like three or four years, um, just as like one of the PDFs at the bottom of the of the homepage there. But uh, what I'm trying to do now is get that book over onto apple books it's no longer ibooks um but it's apple books i think maybe since ios 12 which is you know the new one maybe it was ios 11 i'm not sure how long uh how long that's been in action but the the apple books or ibooks app has been around for uh the last few generations of iphone and and, or you know i guess ios on ipad and iphone and uh, there's a huge range of books that are available uh through the Apple Books app, where you can go onto the store, and there's tons of paid books, which is cool. And there's a there's like a pathway to put your book up for sale on the service. Uh, and then in addition to that, there's a ton of free books too, and, and it's cool because uh, I mean, since it's on an iPad, it's all sort of around uh, rich media and and. Um, I guess a more developed layout system of, uh, of content. So it's, it's pretty cool. You can put like audio pieces in your book. You can put videos in your book. You can put like moving animations on your book, you know, where you can like you, uh, with your finger, you can kind of touch control aside or put in like a map where you can kind of scale in and out the, the map of an area that you're in, in a book. So it's really cool. There's a lot of interesting kind of, uh, uh, you know, just media features you can add into the document as you build it. Uh, way more than just text and way more than just reflowable text. And I think all of that was to be laid out like on an iPad. So it was an interesting, rich media uh, format with a lot of context in it when you put out the ebook. So it was a cool new, uh, kind of new publishing surface that I wanted to get into. Um, so I'm going to try and get into some of those more rich features here sometime soon but uh for the time being what i was trying to do was just put the western overland excursion book uh up onto the apple books site and so i think i talked about this a little bit in the last one toward the toward the end of the last podcast uh that there's this uh this uh I don't know if it's a service, but this function in iTunes or this thing that you need to use when you're a, a content producer. That's called iTunes Connect, where you uh, you use your Apple idea to set up uh, an account with iTunes Connect. And that's where, if you're a content creator, you can put up um, a bunch of different things. That's where you go to submit your podcast for review. If you have a podcast feed that you want to go into, the, uh, the podcast mm-hmm store or the podcast um, directory That's uh, it's where you'd go to put in a book if you wanted to go up on apple books or uh you put in your music too if you wanted to go up on apple music so it's kind of interesting how uh, how you use it but uh, but it's like this back-end system where you can upload files to it um so that you can get it uh I guess, into iTunes and into, you know, all those different locations where it can either be for sale in the app store or, you know, for free in the app store. So I've been trying to set that up the last couple of days. You have to get, uh, like, some of your tax information or, you know, some of your bank account information if you're trying to look to sell a book. Uh, So you kind of, like, fill it in with your business information uh, and your bank account information of where you would get the, the deposit of money to if you were so fortunate to actually sell a copy of your book or music or, I don't know, app. Seems like people sell apps, so I guess that seems to happen. I won't, I guess. But uh, uh, so I was just trying to walk through all those steps to get uh, to get myself set up so that I could either sell books or put books up um, for free online. And so I'm going to try and put up a ton of books for free, and I want to try and make some new ones that would be you know things that I could sell or something in the future. Um, well, I want to explore both options of it uh, sooner or later. So what I've been doing this last week was I was trying to go through on my computer. I pulled down the PDF version of the western overland excursion book that i first put out in 2012 and i've been trying to go through all those pages and then lay those out uh in a way where i could put them up into like a n- like a new book file and then upload that to apple books uh, and so this one it'll just be the same book there won't be any extra content or any uh like redesigned content as it is though i should do that sometime in the in the future there's a lot of those images are still uh, still ones that i think i should uh, should reuse in a in a really cool Uh, new way. I think I just saw a shooting star. Whoa. That's cool. It was a bright one, too. It's over by, like, Cassiopeia. Where's Cassiopeia right now? That's like, over toward the western, northwest side of me. That's cool. That was a bright one. I just saw that out of the corner of my eye. All right. Back to it, though. (laughs) um, I, uh... Yeah, so I, I, what I did is I opened up the PDF that's uh, that's like up on my website right now and I took each of those pages and I exported those as a high resolution image and then I stretched that out um into a pages document just you know just the you know like there's Microsoft Word there's Apple Pages. Apple Pages is the the writing app that you would get like on your MacBook or something. Um and so uh, it's I think free now to everybody. It used to be part of like the iOffice. There's or was iWork. That's what it was called. Yeah, iWork and iLife was where you would get, like, um, that's where you'd get iMovie and, I don't know, some of the other stuff. But, like, if you wanted numbers, pages, and keynote, you'd get that in iWork. Nowadays, it's just apple pages and you can get it on your iphone for free and do all the same stuff too you can put it on your mac for free it's great it's a really uh, cool feature or it's a you know it's just a cool service that's available to you if you want to get into digital publishing stuff and i really wish that these kind of tools were available at this low expense back years ago when i was really first getting into it. So i could have done like a ton of digital publishing stuff back then that um, that i wasn't able to and I was, I was really jealous of all the people that had access to things like um, uh, things like InDesign or, or you know, some of the more advanced digital publishing tools that I w- uh, was really interested in trying to to get into at the time. But it's cool. I got I got InDesign now, and I've got uh, uh, I've got Pages now, so I've got access to all that stuff. But uh, I relaid out the whole book and all the spreads of that Western Overland Excursion book into a new document in the Pages program, and I've exported that as an EPUB file. And so. Um, I think this EPUB file is the one that kind of holds all the the contextual information together so that it doesn 't uh, reflow everything around it so that all the pages sort of lay out the same way that you would expect them to, um, so that it kind of holds the image you know if you put the, if you put a title at the top and you put an image down on the lower half of the screen, uh, then it'll stay there every time instead of uh, reflowing to be on different pages like you would if like when we talked about at the beginning when it would reflow into uh, like a text document where it'd be kind of all over the place. Um, so it's it's cool. There's a lot of stuff you can do. Uh, there's a lot of rich media stuff, like I've mentioned a couple times so far, uh, that you can add in. I'll do that in future books. But for this one, it's just the the book spreads that were laid out in the document. I exported that as an EPUB. And then uh, I've been going through the process just today of, uh, of uploading that into my iCloud account and then moving that over into the iTunes Connect side of the Apple Books. Um, I don't know. What is it? Not... I can't even think of the word, but uh, it is now in review, I guess. Uh, so now I have the Western Overland Excursion book in review on Apple Books, and uh, I guess it should be out in a bunch of the, the, or, you know, in the Apple Books store sometime in the next couple weeks. So I'll try and keep you guys updated on that when it comes out. But, uh, but yeah, it's cool. I'm excited for uh, for that book to be available on my phone. Wow. <laughs> I should do an audio book of it too. I guess there's a there's all f- sorts of features in that books app, that Apple Books app. Um, I guess you, yeah, you can like record your own audio book and then publish that through iTunes Connect also, uh, so that you can like have that searchable under the same book title and author title, um, which is kind of a fun idea. You know, just so you can do all that sort of self publishing stuff on your own nowadays. I think it's uh, it's pretty interesting. So I really want to try and use this uh, this tool to get into some other stuff. Like I, I think maybe I mentioned also is that I've been trying to work on a book about the high desert which I think would be really fun Uh, so I have a ton of images from the high desert um, that I'm trying to lay out into just a photo book a lot of the books that, like the two books that I've done in the past they had like a lot of text with them and a lot of uh, just kind of I don't know, just captions of what what was going on in the picture, like metadata information about the photograph and how I took it. Uh, A lot of that stuff I'll probably leave out, and I want to try to make just a cleaner art book that sort of shows um, one image on a page or maybe three or four images in context to each other on a page so you can kind of, like, swipe through, look at the images, look at the photographs in a clean uh, sort of, nicely laid out presentation of the images in and so you just kind of go through a certain collection that i put together and i want to try and do that with a bunch of different topics that i have you know like uh, like i have a maybe a portfolio i want to put together or um or like a collection of stuff from the night sky that i'm uh, trying to figure out how to do right now uh like i just mentioned stuff from eastern oregon that i have Um, there's probably like a whole number of different things that i can try and put together of different collections of books that i want to try and do but in addition to that i want to try and do a little bit of uh, multimedia stuff like i was talking about so i'm going to try and go through um and learn pages a little bit better and sort of learn how to do some more custom formatting stuff in there. But what I'm looking at is you can put in, I think like I was mentioning, you can put in like a video piece in there. So I have a lot of video clips that were sort of um, clips that accompanied Photographs that I had taken, you know, on trips that I've been on, and so what I want to try and do is uh, get some of those video clips and get some of those photographs and sort of merge them together in sort of in a in a multimedia collection piece. So I can have a page with an audio clip, uh, maybe like a podcast recording piece, sort of like this, that's just sort of especially uh, made for the ebook presentation. Then have like a video clip that's embedded into the page, and then have a photograph on a page uh, with a little bit of text on it, too. Um, So there's just like a whole bunch of different stuff that you can do that uh, is kind of an interesting way of of laying out content that uh, that I haven't really been able to do uh, before. Or well, I'm sure I could have done it before, but uh, but I haven't been uh, doing before, so I'm looking to try and get into that. But uh, it was something that was a goal of mine for a long time to get it up into the the Apple Books store, and so now I've finally done it for the Western Overland Excursion book and the second book that I did the following year, the uh, the Working with Film ebook. That that book's also the one that's available on uh, on my site BillyNewmanPhoto.com uh, down at the bottom of the page. You can pick it up for free anytime. It's just a PDF copy that you can open up in your browser or download to your computer. But But what I'm trying to do is, yeah, make it uh, make it available on the Apple bookstore. So I've submitted that one today as well. And that was a cool one The working with film book. uh, I really like I think uh, I took a bunch of the stuff that I had learned from that first experience of doing the Western Overland excursion book and definitely learned a lot about what to write, what to do, how to lay things out, how to make things look good. And uh, man, that book is just like a huge move forward in what I understood about doing digital publishing stuff. So I'm really excited to put that one up on the iPad, too. Um, I think I formatted it for iPad as opposed to the first book that was formatted for uh, like a Kindle. Like, like a kindle tablet i think is what i had imagined that one going on or it's like a kindle tablet or maybe like a widescreen computer um is sort of how i had it, had it set up first oh and you know actually it was for the printed book i think that was what it was mostly for it was like the printed book option size that i had in blurb for doing like a landscape sized page um, but the second book the working with film book was all laid out uh, and titled for uh for like an ipad page so what i'm going to do now is um uh, well or at least I guess what I've already been doing is um, taking the spreads from the working with film book where I went through uh, all of these film photographs that I take it's all film photographs uh, which I mean it isn't really like a hyper special thing digital photographs are also great too but instead of a collection of cell phone pictures and film photos and digital photos it was all of these film photographs that I put together in a collection and a lot of the writing about it was just sort of uh, I don't, I also see definitely that I've definitely I've grown a lot as an artist and I was a younger man at the time that I wrote all of these things years ago. Uh so so now I look at it in kind of a way that makes me cringe a little bit of like oh did you say that in that way about this thing? That sounds dumb. <laughs> so don't think that when you read it for the first time. But, uh, it, but it was really fun to put together. It was a, it was a great way of kind of walking through uh, all these film photographs that I had uh, from a couple different cameras that I had. And, but it really was just about the process of, of doing things in an analog way where you had, to, you had to focus a camera manually. You had to set your aperture manually. You had to look at your film speed, and you couldn't change, like, your ISO. You, can't, you can change that anywhere you want when, with a digital camera. But uh, on a film camera, you're, you're kind of set with that when you put it in. And, and the film stock has a, a huge effect into the way, the way that the image feels, the way the, the image looks when it comes out. Like Ektar film is like really crisp and contrasty, whereas like portrait film is like really soft and uh, sort of pastel colored in a way. Uh, or there 's like other cheaper Fuji film stuff that you know, or like Kodak film that you get this some kodak two hundred speed film there 's like a green tinge to it sometimes it 's interesting how it sort of moves around other people and i 'll probably notice different things about it. but I love shooting with film, and I loved uh, sort of the way that it looks I, and that 's sort of what I got into a lot with that book of. Uh, why it was cool to shoot or why it was cool to kind of slow down with your camera stuff sort of use just something that was really old goes go back to kind of an older process try and do things manually try and uh, take time with photographs and you know change the dials move the settings around and what I was really talking about was that 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 was a really interesting way for me to learn how to do photography better uh, to just kind of focus in on trying to use a manual film camera and figure out the types of photographs that I could I could learn how to make by doing that and so over probably the course of a year or so I put together a ton of photo. I think I would shoot uh, like a roll of 24 images every week. And over that time, like I put together a bunch of photographs in a collection that I thought were pretty cool at the time, at least for me. Um, and then now I think, oh, man, I have so many more interesting film photographs that it should have been in that book, you know, years later, like over 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016. Uh, I got really into film ph- photography stuff when I was working with um, the, I think like the Nikon N80. I didn't even really get into it at the time. Like the the whole working with film book was all shot on this FJ20 camera, FG20. I think it was an FG20 Nikon film camera that with a with an, uh a manual focus 50 millimeter lens, and uh, and maybe a couple other um, like a couple other manual focus lenses that I would have had around at the time. But I think almost everything was shot. Uh, just with that camera. It was a great, simple, fun camera to use. I I was really interested in it. And then uh, later on I moved over to a Nikon N80 which was, I think I still have that one around. I have the body and the battery grip around. Great camera. I love that camera. It's really inexpensive to find on eBay now, too, but it had a lot of the, uh, the, well, I guess not automatic, but a lot of the more advanced features that you would find in modern cameras, like, you know, uh, DSLR cameras or SLR cameras in this case. It's just, uh, it's not digital, right? It's just a single-lens reflex camera. Um, But uh, I shot a ton of images uh, with that N80 in 2000. 2013, 2014, 2015. And then I think in 2015, 2016, I got a Nikon F4. That was a camera that's even older than the N80. That was like the the, the professional range camera from 1988 to 1995. Uh, really cool. It has like a lot of knobs and dials and stuff on it. You can still use the aperture ring on the front instead of the, the Nikon roller reel for your uh, your pointer finger. I think that's what they moved to with the F5. Um, after the F4, right? So uh, I shot with that for a few more years uh, before kind of switching out and going over to the Sony camera stuff that I did during like 2017 and 2018. And then now I'm shooting Canon stuff all of a sudden. Wow. So I've uh, been uh, been moving around a lot as that goes. But now the last couple of years, it's all been sort of digital stuff. Uh, but yeah, so much extra stuff that I've done in film photography that isn't really captured in this book. Uh, but for like the some of the ideas that were kind of my... I don't know, the, the nascent seed of how I was sort of starting and figuring out um, what I wanted to do with film photography. So a lot of the thesis and a lot of the ideas are, are written out in that, but I wrote a lot for that book. I remember uh, going over, like, drafts of that book for a long time through, uh, I think I wrote it, like, uh, during January, February, and March of uh, of 2013. Does that sound right? I took most of the photos. Yeah, I went through and I shot all the photographs in 2000. Twelve, I think probably 2011 and 2012. And then I put all that together in the first couple months of 2013. And that was great. It was super valuable. That was uh, the period of time when I, I moved into using InDesign. And so I started working with InDesign exclusively. So I realized that, like, Photoshop wasn't working to do page layout in uh in like, uh, which, what's it called? Pagination, where you're doing multiple spreads of pages with text and graphics and images all in, like, one place. Uh, so I kind of figured, oh, well, if I, like, spend a couple hours and I learn how to do this in InDesign, it'll save me a ton of effort. And it really did. It was really cool to learn about how to do that uh, and how to put a document together in that way. And and that honestly got me, like, my next couple of jobs. It was really cool, uh, you know, like, to, to kind of go from, I think, in January knowing almost nothing about InDesign page layout to, by April, knowing a lot about how to move pieces around, how to get into things and how to, how to move different elements around, how to make new documents. Um, that helped me out a ton when I when I got like a job that was sort of doing that sort of graphic design page layout stuff. Uh, and that's also sort of what uh, kind of led me into doing some of the more advanced web development stuff I started doing um, with uh, a couple of the companies that I worked with afterwards. So it was really cool and valuable to learn how to use InDesign and how to get into that. But yeah it was a lot of work and uh so i put together the working with film book that came out i think in the spring and summer of of uh, 2013 and i dig it it was really fun putting it together that one also is uh, now finished uh or the uh, the new version or i don't know if it's new but the the version that's going to go up onto the apple bookstore is also finished and uh, i've uh, submitted that one for review as well so i think the the itunes or excuse me the well, the iTunes Connect side of it is done, and now it's under the Apple Books review to go up in some 53 countries' app stores. I think that's how, how it goes. So you set it up for, like, your United States app store, and then it'll go up for approval, and then it'll make it into the app store, or it'll get kicked back to me to make some change or something to it. But it'll probably get up into the app store or books, Apple Books store uh, for free. And then you can find it under my name or under the name Working With Film or Western Overland Excursion for the, you know, two names respectively. And, uh, yeah, you'll be able to find a couple books that I, I try to put together. So it's kind of fun. It's a, it's a cool little personal project that I was trying to do over the weekend here. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing some more books. I think it'll be kind of a, an interesting project to to try and do some more image-based photography books and we'll see how they go over time. I really, I think like I'm talking about, I want to try and get into more uh, photo books, but I want to try and maybe get into more like art and teaching books too. You know, where you're like kind of talking about the process of photography and talking about sort of a specific subject in a way that would be uh, at least interesting to me for a little while. So I appreciate you guys listening through all of this uh, jibber jabber about making ebooks and the history of what I've done to put together the a couple of books that I've put to, or yeah, that I've written in the past. So it was fun. It was cool. Uh, cool writing them in the past. And I'm hoping to do a few more of them while I'm here in Hawaii. And uh, when I get back to the West coast someday too, it'll be fun to, write up some more books and put some things together so it's really easy to do i definitely recommend you guys uh, download that pages app and maybe find like a youtube video somebody talking about how easy it is to start uh, putting stuff up into the apple bookstore if you have an interest in it at all it's definitely worth it to uh to learn how to do just a little bit you could probably do it in an afternoon or a weekend or something like that you know just learn some of the basics of it but man what i've learned so far though is that like picking the pieces, writing out the stuff, making the page layouts, all that takes so much more time than you think it would. Next time you pick up just some goofy book, you got to think that somebody had to put all that stuff together. So yeah, it takes a lot of work to put, to put a book together. I definitely have a lot of respect for the people that uh, actually do it successfully. So that's fun to do. It's definitely a cool hobby to have, you know, write books. I guess that's not bad. <laughs> But uh, thanks a lot for listening to this other hobby of mine, podcasting. So thanks a lot for listening to this Billy Newman photo podcast for uh, early February of 2019. Appreciate you guys checking it out. Thanks a lot.